0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
1: Let us rejoice. We get to rejoice. We choose to rejoice and be glad in it. God is good to us. He has allowed us to get through another whole week and to see the start of a new one. We are grateful to him because of his grace and his mercy. I can't see you, but I'm glad you can see me. I'm grateful for for the technology that allows us to be together today, even though not in person. We're together virtually, and I'm glad that you're here. Let your friends and neighbors know, Uh, send them a text, shoot them a message that Mount Calvary is on And they don't want to miss today's special programming. Let's open up with a word of prayer. How about that? Father, thank you so much for allowing us to see this day. We're grateful for your love. We're grateful for your grace and your mercy that has kept us to this point. Thank you for getting us through last week. There were some who weren't so sure that they were going to make it. Not with their whole mind. But here we are. We know who we are. We know where we are. We have presence of mind. You kept us. You protected us. You provided for us. Lord, you have been good to us, and we're just grateful to you. Father, we lift this time of worship and instruction up to you today. May you be pleased with what we offer to you today in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for all of those who are gathered now and those who will come later. Thank you for the gift of technology that allows us, even when we can't be physically together, to be together uh, virtually. Thank you, Lord. All the praise, all the glory and the honor belongs to you. You are everything to us. We pray in Jesus' name now. Amen. Amen. Why don't you sing with me? And you and me will be the praise team today, all right? How about it? Come on, let's sing. Praise Him. Sing with me. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. He's Jesus, the blessed Savior, and He's worthy to be praised. Right where you are. Just praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Come on and let's praise him. He's Jesus, the blessed Savior, and he is worthy to be praised. That's it. From the rising of the sun. From the rising of the sun. Until the going down. Until the going down of the same. He's worthy. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. He's worthy to. Let's praise him. If God's been good to you, you ought to praise him. Lift your hands and praise him. Just because he's Jesus, he's the blessed Savior, and he is worthy to be praised. That's it. Come on sing with me for God is our rock. For God is our rock. He's the hope of salvation, hope of salvation. You know he's a strong deliverer, sing it out. A strong deliverer. In him will I always trust. In him will I Always trust. That's it. Come on, give him glory. 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 In all things. In all things. Give him glory. Just because he's Jesus. Jesus. The blessed Savior. And he is. He's worthy to be praised hallelujah right where you are give him some kind of praise clap your hands or wave your hands or shout glory something just to give god the praise he deserves glory to his name well You have joined in on an absolutely wonderful day and wonderful occasion. We can't be together physically or we're choosing not to be together physically in wisdom, but we do have God is still blessing the Mount Calvary family with new life and with babies. And the Maxwell family is here, and we are going to dedicate their precious baby today, Morgan Marie Maxwell. Uh, so would you please just stay tuned and join in with us while we, uh, while we dedicate this precious baby to God. We'll be right back. Bible says in Mark 10 that they brought young children to him that is Jesus that he should touch them and his disciples rebuked those that brought them but when Jesus saw it he was much displeased and said unto them suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of God verily i say unto you whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of god as a little child he shall not enter therein and he took them up in his arms put his hands upon them and the bible says he blessed them he blessed them good morning maxwell family and uh extended family (laughs) glad y'all are here and that you've chosen to dedicate your child to god and to his service I got to tell you, though, your child is only going to be as dedicated as y'all. Live right before her, and you won't regret it, and neither will she. All right? Let's pray. Dear God, we present to thee this child as a gift from these parents, who in gratitude, having received her from thee, now give her back to thee. We are mindful this day how that Jesus called the little ones as lambs to his fold, placed his hand of blessings upon their head, threw his arms of love around them and gave them the kindliest look. We know something of the cravings in the heart of a child. Its innocence is a cry for purity. Its weakness is a cry for strength. Its helplessness is a cry for protection. And its heart is a great plea for love. Grant that as she grows, she will grow in wisdom and your favor. Preserve her when danger threatens the cessation of infancy and childhood. Undergird and strengthen her in moments of youthful temptation and lead her to accept you as her personal Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Dearly beloved, you are privileged to witness the coming of these parents to dedicate their child to the gracious and loving care and keeping of God our Father and Christ our Savior. God grant that we who are gathered today in virtual worship shall earnestly assume with these parents the responsibility for this child's Christian training inasmuch as all of us shall shall exercise influence upon this child in some way. If you, the members of this church and community, are willing to do so, we ask that you would pray for this child, that she might be led in her years of personal accountability to hate that which is evil and cling to that which is good. As you present your child for dedication to God, we ask, are you willing to rededicate yourselves to the maintenance of a Christian home where Christ will be honored and the word of God held in reverence so that she may, on her own free choice, confess her faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as her personal savior. If so, answer, we do. Because you recognize the spiritual, physical, and moral responsibilities of parenthood and your dependence on God for strength and wisdom to faithfully discharge your duties as parents, do you now present your child in dedication to God seeking divine blessing and guidance for her life if so answer we do and what is the complete name of the child Morgan Marie Maxwell, Morgan Marie Maxwell. hello Morgan Marie Maxwell are you going to let me lay my hands on you
0: hi hello
1: Morgan Marie Maxwell, I dedicate thee to God in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen, Amen. Congratulations! You will not regret it. You, dear, belong to God. All right, would you clap your hands right where you are, and thank God for this beautiful family and this beautiful child. Deacon Sandifer has a certificate to commemorate the day, and uh, and a special gift for you and the family, all right? God bless you all. Thank you so much. God bless you. I told you today was special and today is special for for a couple of reasons. Not only do we have uh, the young Maxwell family who is growing by the minute who dedicated their child back to God but we also have a very special conversation with a very special individual that being Deacon Myron Sandifer who serves this congregation as the lead servant. He leads the deacons here at the Mount Calvary Church. Last week we started taking a look as we were walking through the book of Acts. We started taking a look at Acts chapter uh, chapter six, where uh, where the where the first deacons uh, are are chosen and set apart. And uh, and I told you last week that I was going to have somebody special this week. I wanted to have a conversation with a a good deacon, a great deacon. And uh, and get his perspective on a few things. So, would you join me in welcoming, Deacon Myron Sandifer? Good morning, Deacon Sandifer.
0: Good morning, Pastor.
1: You doing all right today?
0: Oh, uh, I'm doing great today.
1: Good, good, good. I appreciate you agreeing to do this. Uh, I really believe that this is going to give some real insight for those who are
0: watching today. All right. Thank you.
1: Yes, sir. So let me ask you. Let me ask you just to start. Okay. Who is Myron Clay Sandifer?
0: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Where'd you come uh, from? What? Okay, I um, I grew up in Mansfield, Ohio. Right? And um, I came I came here about 30 years ago. Wow. Okay, I, I actually can say I grew up uh, in a church. Yes, sir. You know, uh, at a young age. Um, and I just grew up trying to be the man that... Um, god called me to be yes sir um and it's been a process you know it has been a process uh things about me uh i grew up with without a father okay but that doesn't mean i didn't grow up with a uh, man in my life yeah you know or excuse me i should say men in my life yes sir you know and it were godly men in my life that made a difference awesome Mm -hmm. awesome yeah i can
1: um i can appreciate that uh that you, I see you as your pastor, trying to be and live out in front of other young men um, what somebody tried to be and live out to you uh, as a young man. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. So how, how long have you been a deacon?
0: Let's see, you're coming up on 16 years. Yes, sir. So I've been a deacon about... 14, 14 years, fourteen and a half years. Yes, sir.
1: Right. Fourteen and a half years. That's that is not a short time. You are not a novice at this. No. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> when did um when did you know that um that, that was a call of God on your life to be a deacon, a servant to his people? Oh
0: uh, well, one of the things, uh I talked to your father. Yes, sir. Um and I I Told him that um I had a a feeling that there was something that God wanted me to do. Uh yeah. and that was something working with men. Yes sir. And his advice to me was to keep praying and keep listening. Yes, sir. Okay. And um you had preached a sermon, you know, uh, one time and you preached about the qualifications for a deacon. Yes, sir. And I was sitting, I was listening, and I felt my stomach <laughs> rumble, yeah, and I said, oh, that's just my stomach grumbling, you know, because, you know, I had no idea that I would, you know, God wanted me to serve in this position, Yes, sir. right, so I didn't do anything. You preached the sermon again, Yes, sir. and one of the things that you said was, you know, uh, you may or may not think these qualifications fit you, or that you're called to be you know, a deacon, yeah. but at least come and sit and talk with me. Yes, sir. You know. And I decided, you know, let, at least let me go and sit and talk with him. And after I sat and talked with you, uh, I talked with my wife. Yeah. You know, I continue to pray about it and use your father's advice is to listen. Yes sir. And then finally I heard God said, Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um you 14 years ago, you uh, you answered the call. We put out a call, uh, and and you answered. And uh, a few years ago, though, you became. I asked you to serve um, based on uh, the recommendation of the other deacons mm-hmm. um, as the lead servant in the in the deacon ministry. And and here at Mount Calvary, we use the term. Lead servant uh, rather than chairman, um, because we want to drive home the point that uh, deacons lead by serving, yes. and uh, and so Brother Sandifer's role is to lead the servants. Right, he is the servant of servants. He is he shows them what serving looks like. Right, that's that's his that's his position to rally the troops. And uh, so, how how long ago was it that you took that responsibility on? Two years ago. Two years ago. Yes, sir. Um, What is it like being, and don't say anything to to incriminate yourself or others, but (laughs) what is it like being the lead servant here at the Mount Calvary Church?
0: There are days when things look very well. Sure. There are days when uh, you say, well, why am I in this position, you know? uh, What people don't understand. When you're in a leadership position, yeah. you know, everything's not going to go right. Everything's not going to um fit together. But it's that process that you go through. Yes, sir. You yeah. know, in and, and trying to pull people together, trying to serve people, yes, uh, that will make an impact in their life. Gotcha, yes, sir. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, I, I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. That is it's that process that's so important, right? Yes. Um, product is product is great. That's what we want. We want the product, but the process of getting to that product is what makes us
0: better leaders, better men, um, better disciples, better Christians. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pastor, I like to say um, I had a had a conversation with a uh, a man here in the church. Yes. Sir. You know, um, was before I became lead servant. You know, and uh, we were talking about uh, the deaconship. You know, and one of the things that he said to me, he said, you know, I think I would like to be a deacon, but I'm not ready. Okay. I'm not really qualified, you know. Um, you know, And what, what men need to understand is that it's in you, you know, uh, and it's not going to be where, you know, all of a sudden there's a, a check mark <laughs> that says you're going to be a deacon now, yes, you know. Uh, but it's that pulling that comes on you. Sure. You know, it's that... that work that you do you know before you get the title sure. you know of being a deacon yeah mm-hmm. that's good as a matter of fact um
1: i hope that we that we get time to uh, to talk a little bit today about um what paul wrote in uh, in 1st timothy chapter 3 um, about that uh, that process that work that you do before you get a title right um because it's not just at least here at Mount Calvary, right? We, we can only speak for Mount Calvary. Um, but at, at least here, it's not just um, he drives a nice car, he wears a nice suit, he's, uh, he seems like a good upstanding man. Um, he's the kind of face we want <laughs> as, uh, as a right. spokesperson for Mount Calvary. Uh, so you make him a deacon. No, this, all of this is about serving all this is about serving. We talked last week uh, when we were looking at Acts chapter 6, um, we got to the first two points of the sermon, and we're, we're going to kind of tackle the third one today in our conversation. Okay. Uh, we talked about uh, the challenge that was before them. Remember, the, uh, the Greek-speaking widows were being overlooked in the, in the daily passing out of food. As people were being served, uh, there was a, a group group, of people who were not being served who were being overlooked and uh and there's so much we could go into with that dig uh about um even about cultural bias and um and some of the racial bias we still see in the church to this day why is it that only the greek speaking widows were being overlooked right right The, the the widows who spoke hebrew they were getting fed Right? so there was, there was a challenge in the church and um, in this new congregation and, uh, and so to meet that challenge the apostles, the church leadership said listen uh, y'all have a choice to make choose seven men who are of honest report, who are full of the Holy Ghost and full of wisdom and y'all bring them to us so that we can appoint them over this business to meet the challenge um, first of all the, I, think it's, I, think it's, um, I think it's telling that at this point in the church history according to Acts chapter 5 I believe it is there are about 5,000 people who are in this congregation of people
0: yes mm-hmm.
1: and the apostles said in essence you're only going to find seven men <laughs> who meet these qualifications out of the 5,000 because deaconhood is not for everybody right what you think
0: i i agree with that. it's not for everybody uh serving is for everybody yes sir you know uh deacons in the leadership one of the things that that when i went back over and i was rereading it yeah the the problem was the task was the widows were not being fed yeah you know we don't have that where the widowers are not being fed sure but we have people that need something from the church, yes, sir. you know, that yes. need us. Yes. And what we have to do is look at the needs of, we can say, Mount Calvary, yeah. you know, the uh, congregation, yes, sir. and serve them on those needs that they have. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's all about, we've had the, con- the conversation several times, um, deacon ministry here at Mount Calvary is all about congregational care. Yes. Yes. Um, based on acts chapter 6 right there was a problem in the congregation and the apostle said look find you some people who will serve to to keep division down who will make sure that that there isn't anybody who's overlooked right and then in in a congregation like ours we we are blessed you and i we're blessed to serve in a growing congregation
0: yes we are yeah yes. the, uh,
1: god this is this is a gift of grace and, um, and the fact that we're growing, though, means that the likelihood that somebody's going
0: to be overlooked
1: increases.
0: And, you know, that, it reminds me, um, I think about how in, in, my, in my past as a deacon, I've had people to come to me. Yes, sir. You know, and they want to talk about the Bible. Yes, sir. Uh, An instance was I had a man to come to me and he said, you know, my granddaughter asked me a question. About the Bible, yeah. and I wanted to talk to you to make sure that I tell her the right thing, yes, uh, you know, of what it means. Yes, Um And that way, we were able to have a conversation, you know, uh, to explain to him or for him to explain to me what he was going to tell her yeah. to see if it lined up with what the Bible actually said. Yes, sir. You know, so there there are needs that you know aren't material all the time. Yeah. There, there are people who uh, need someone to talk to uh, you know someone um, who's going through things in their marriage, yeah you know, and they need uh, to talk about it i 've been wrong, so you know how do I go back and talk to my wife? yeah you know as a deacon you know and as a, as a man who's married been married for a while yes, you sir. Know, I can tell him what i 've learned from studying the Bible and learned from being in the marriage and trying to apply that to you know, uh my life and my marriage. Yeah, yes sir. Yes sir. That's the, what a um what
1: a heavy responsibility it is to be um to to be in that place where it's your responsibility to make sure that nobody's overlooked, right? That that those that those needs, that those congregational needs are met. What does that kind of weight feel
0: like? It's Heavy, you know, um, because you feel like uh, maybe you don't know if you're doing the right thing or can say the right thing. Um, But one thing that I've learned is prayer works. Yes, sir. uh, Yes, sir. Deacon Simpson. um, Yes, sir. And and so that people know, you know, you're not always where you, you expect to be. When I first came, Yes. you know and on the deacon deacon simpson used to say all the time going, let's pray about it yes yeah. sir i grew up in the church
2: yeah
0: you know um and and to be honest with deacon simpson everybody else says, okay yeah we're gonna pray about it you know <laughs> but as i grew and mature you know i understood more about how prayer works yes sir you know uh i realized that you know this um how it weighs on me i could take it to god yeah you know and in taking to him and in talking to him you know it made it easier yes sir you know just here god here it is take it you know and and he helped me to get through it absolutely yes sir yes sir i can relate to that i can relate to that um
1: you you mentioned um deacon simpson deacon illinois simpson who is our oldest uh living deacon and um I think he's had a pretty big influence on you as a as a servant leader Uh, is that fair to say yes how
0: so Um, he helped me to understand um, what a deacon some of the responsibilities that you have yeah you know um, it was a a fact of you know I'm here I really don't know what a deacon is you know uh, but patience and that patience is what helped. Gotcha. You know, that advice is, is what helped. Yes, sir. Um, you know, and not just, not just Deacon Simpson, there were so many other deacons yeah. you know, that were there uh, that said a word to me. Yes, sir. You know, um, and they may not have thought uh, what they were saying really impacted, but it did. It helped reinforce you know, me being here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah,
1: that's good. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm we uh, i just while we while we're talking history a little no. bit and y'all forgive me you know i um i love i love the the history of this church and the um yes. and the the shoulders that we stand on right and then in my in my short lifetime um i've i've been around this church for 44 years and in my short lifetime, there are a few men. There, there are only a few men who have uh, who have served to lead the deacon ministry, right? Yes. Um, deacon Leroy Thompson. Um, he he was uh, here. I think he passed before you came here to Mount Calvary. Uh, yes, he did. Um, but uh, Deacon Leroy Thompson, um, Deacon uh, Robert Taylor, uh, Deacon Ted Akins. Um, deacon joe tucker you you certainly know Joe Tucker, you came in under his leadership, yes, and uh all of all of those great deacons have gone home to be with the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, but all of them served, they served this congregation, they served their pastor. Um, and they serve well right? and then after Brother Tucker Deacon James McIntosh that I'm grateful to still have uh, yes. with us I can't wait until all this pandemic stuff is over once a month I meet the, uh, the, the pastoral advisory council they're called the, the deacons um, who don't have to do anything they don't want to do I meet them for breakfast once a month and those times of just sharing and wisdom um, are invaluable and mm-hmm. now uh, standing on all of those shoulders, Myron C. Sanford. What's yes. that like?
0: Um, um, I ask myself, <laughs> "Am I worthy?" You. <laughs> you know, um, but I look at the wisdom. Yeah. You know. I look at the legacy that they have left. Yes, sir. Um, and try and pull in what it is they have done. Um, the congregation that that I serve served under them yeah you know uh they understood um the congregation sure you know and how to serve them and i was um i'm grateful yeah i'm privileged that i'm able to do the same thing um i didn't know some of the other um chairmen. i did yes. know uh, deacon tucker yeah um and we've had uh some conversations some some great conversations yes sir um then after he passed, there was Deacon Mack yeah and Deacon Mack and I have sat down, yes, sir. you know, and had some conversations yes sir. you know, and it's just that you know um what they've done is give you um drops of wisdom, sure you know that help, and at that time it may not it may not have um i to say sunk in gotcha. you know, but then it it put it back here, yes, so sir. that when the time was right, it said okay, you know. That's what you was trying to say. Yes, sir. That's what I needed to understand. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: So um, let's 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 get back to the the qualifications and the word um, where where these where these seven guys are chosen, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you talked about when uh, when somebody comes to you and says, uh, or when somebody came to you and said, "Hey, Deek, um, this is what I'm thinking of explaining." I just want to run this by you, right? Um, or when somebody comes to you and needs advice for marriage or needs some wise counsel, there is a reason why the apostles said, y'all go look for somebody who's full of the Holy Ghost and full of wisdom, right? Yes. Because if if you as a deacon were not full of the Holy Ghost or not full of wisdom, then uh, you could tell somebody anything and
0: <laughs> ruin somebody's entire marriage or life or... Yes. Yeah. Yes, and and um, that stays on your mind. Yes, sir. You know, um, that's why it's important that you stay in the Word. Yeah. You know. Uh, yes, sir. Um, that's why it's important that you build your relationship with God. Yes, sir. And it's it's an ongoing uh, building that relationship. Yes, it's sir. not, you know, I've read the Bible all the way through from front cover to back cover. Yeah. One time in my life. Yes, sir. You know but I'm still learning yes sir you know, I'll still Absolutely. go back and read something else you know and I said oh okay you know this is what it means for me now right. at this time yes sir you know. yes sir mm-hmm.
1: yeah full of good full of holy ghost full of wisdom good report um not a whole bunch of trash out around about about uh deacons right. and then paul comes on the scene when he's writing um mm-hmm. To, uh, to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and he's giving these qualifications for the uh, overseer for, the, for the, um, the elder the pastor and then okay. uh, by the time you get down to verse 8 he says uh, not only is this important for the preacher right. but likewise
0: nice. likewise deacons
1: ought to also ought to have um, some of these same characteristics for himself and for his family yes because that's Definitely. how important that the, the the deacon is in the life of the congregation right um you can't live raggedy and be a deacon
0: right? not a biblical one <laughs> right. <laughs> right. not a biblical one yes, right. <laughs> yes sir, yes, sir. Okay.
1: and that's why um I, that's why I appreciate you all so much because we have deacons that can be respected um deacons that I know are full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom
0: right? Yes. I've learned something um, yes I'm, I'm the lead servant yeah. but I've learned something from the deacons that, that I serve with. Yes sir. You know? What's that? Um, one is I, I, one of the deacons we were talking one time and uh, he said to me he said you know he said people ask you to pray for them and what we do a lot of times, we say, "Okay, we'll pray for you," sure. and walk away, and they walk away. Yeah. And he said, "The thing that that I've started to do is when someone asks me to pray for them, we do it right now." Yes, sir. You know, because the need is right now. Yes, sir. You know, and it's not where I'll forget about it later, or right. or if they are serious about me praying for them, they need to be a part of it. Yes, sir. You know, yes, I pray for them later, but they need that right now. Yes, sir. And and that's one of the things that that. I started to do is someone said pray for me then let's pray now you know let's not let's not wait let's not put it off you know uh because you have a need yes sir you know and let's deal with that need now
1: wisdom (laughs) trying (laughs) trying (laughs) gotcha yes sir yes sir I love it um, so that the, the they had to look look for seven men full of the holy ghost full of uh wisdom and of a good report then paul over in first timothy um he says the saint, the deacons have to be worthy of respect sincere right um n- not indulging in much wine the uh n- not pursuing dishonest gain um they have they have to be able to keep a hold of the deep truths of the of the gospel the deep truths of the faith um let them first be tested and then let them serve what does that what does that testing look like what does that um you know um why should somebody have to prove it have to prove servanthood
0: because uh, one of the things that um uh well, leadership, you're in leadership. Yeah. You know, and I think you can mistort what leadership is. Gotcha. You know, it says that we should not be over someone, uh, you know, thinking that we're here. Sure. And they're there. Sure. Okay. Uh, it builds up that humility also where you become humble. Yes, sir. You know, and if you're going to be a servant, you need to be humble to serve people. Uh, as a deacon, you know, um, people will come to you Different ways they they see you as as um, maybe up here yeah. you know and they need to understand that we're all the same people gotcha you know um, so in order to um, fill that position they need to 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 serve the people see if they, and see if that's really something that that they're called to be yes, that sir. they want to do you know uh, because it's not easy yes sir. you know uh, it's not something that uh, okay. You know, I'm a deacon now, and then I can stop. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you're called to be a deacon, you're called to serve people. Yeah. And and it can be um, it can be stressful at times. Sure. You know, um, you know, uh, you have to not only deal with uh, the congregation, but most important, you have to deal with your family also. Gotcha. You know, because what you don't want to do as as a deacon, as a leader, is to Serve the needs of the congregation, and then forget about your family, yeah, you know? yeah, so it's important that you be tested first. you see some of the things that the deacons have to do need to do yeah. you know before you actually become a deacon,
1: yes sir yeah that, that makes sense um, the uh, that 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 servant heart has to has to be there before the position or the title or the office is, is given because you can't work up a servant heart right? you can't work that up um, I think that another thing about what you said is you know you got to serve some of all kind of people you have to serve people that you like right? and right. people that you'd rather not be around sometimes uh, to that's be honest true. Yeah. Yes. Um, there, are, there are people who will be grateful for your service And people who will think very little of your service, but we're still called to serve them. Yes. Um, You know, if you if you don't really like people,
0: (laughs) you're gonna struggle (laughs) as a deacon. Right, (laughs) Uh, and and struggle very badly also. Yes, sir. You know, um, because people in anything, people um, can it can be frustrating. Sure. You know, you can get frustrated. How do you deal with that frustration? Sure. You know. now is the time to see what that frustration is like to see if that's really something that you can deal with you know and and you find out also that um as a deacon you're not alone gotcha because you have other deacons that are serving with you yes um and that's important you know as as deacons we build that relationship with each other uh because we're going through uh, some same thing. I can talk to a deacon not about the problems that somebody talked to me about, you know, but about my frustrations and how I don't feel like I'm adequate sure. enough. Gotcha. You know, uh, and it's, I look at it as, as running a race. You know, when there's at least two people running a race yes, um, when one person gets tired the other one said, well, come on, you know, we just got a little bit further to go. Yes, sir. You know, just I'll run with you. Yes. Sir. And then when when the other person gets tired he's there to say, come on. You know, we can keep going. We can make this, and we're running together. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. You mentioned
1: the family life of the deacon. Yes. Um, and I, I agree with you. It would be sad to serve the congregation and neglect your family. Um, how do you, as a deacon, balance? serving the needs of the congregation and making sure that home
0: is taken care of can i share a story sure okay came here 30 years ago yes sir. okay we, that's when my family and i moved here and um as with uh a lot of people i grew up in the church yes sir. i grew up in a church um but I didn't go to church all the time. I became that prodigal son.
2: Gotcha.
0: You know, when you get up and you get to be you know a young man, you know, see the world out there. So I saw the world out there. Yeah. My wife and kids, they would get up and they come to church. And they came to Mount Calvary. We got invited to Mount Calvary. Yes. Sir. You know, and my son and daughter would ask me, Well, Dad, uh, we're going to church, you going? <laughs> nah, y'all go ahead. I'll see you when you get back. You know. Um, I go to foot I mean, I watch football games, I watch the news, you know read the newspaper. Yes, sir. Uh, They come back, and I said, well, how was church? It was great. What did he talk about? Should have came. okay, okay. Uh, Then I I actually joined the church. Yes, sir. You know, um, I I felt inside. I could not lead my family and send them to church and not go myself. And I came, and I sat, and I listened, and I joined the church, um, and I became a deacon. Yes, And my wife used to say, Well, and my kids do it. Well, you know, dad, we used to not get him to go to church. You know, he always went to bedside Baptist, you know, (laughs) mattress ministries. You know, Uh, but now he might as well have a bed up here in Mount Calvary because he's up there all the time. But it made me realize, you know, that I have to balance both. You know, you can go to one extreme or the other extreme. So, yes, I have responsibilities. Yes, I have, you know, to serve the congregation but also have to serve my family yeah you know and and that is taking the time um to reflect and think am i serving my family also am i doing them for them what i'm doing for uh other people yes you know and it's a humbling experience you know when you actually ask yourself that question and then you can start to see well hey you know uh i'm not doing what i should be doing gotcha you know and then you start to, as as you get more into the word, you start to see, well, you know, if I'm gonna do what's right, you know, I need to start at home. Yes, sir. You know, I can't pray for other people yes, sir. if I'm not praying for my family. Yes, sir. You know, I can't give other people wise advice if I'm not, you know, trying to give wise advice to my family and how to live. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: One of the things that I um, that I tell, um, well. I guess now as a... I, I suppose I'm probably a middle-aged... Uh, I guess I'm a middle-aged pastor at this point. i go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things I tell um, young preachers, new preachers, young pastors is... Um, don't sacrifice your family on the altar of ministry. Right? Because um, so many of us lose that sense of balance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, the, the church isn't your wife. The church isn't my wife. The church is the bride of Christ. Right. And, uh, and we have families that, that need our attention. And, uh, and that, that balance is important. That balance is important.
0: Um, you know, yeah. we, we cannot serve effectively if our home life is not right. Yes, sir. You know, um, because, yes, I can go out and, and I can try and serve but that's one of mine that things are not right gotcha. um, I think it was you had said one time uh, you had preached a sermon about um, married couples and you know in church everything is fine yeah. You know we lovey dovey all <laughs> yes, together and then you get in the car going home <laughs> you're driving she's over here yep. and you're not talking to each other yes, sir. you cannot be effective in ministry you know if you're trying to make everybody think that oh, I'm a great deacon, everything yeah. is going good, and then you go home and you and your wife not talking. Yep. You know, she's in one room, you're in the other room, sure. and you pass each other and don't really say you don't know, study the Bible together. Yes, you know, uh, or have a family devotion together. Gotcha. Those things you need that are important. Gotcha. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: We um, we want to be authentic we want to be authentic we want to be real right um paul thought it enough uh he he thought it was important enough to include in this list in first timothy chapter three um you know some details about the deacon's wife and home life it needs to be in order um his wife needs to be somebody who's in order yes um because as you're serving the congregation um what your family life is like matters it matters and um, so that's, that, that's, that's a little bit about the choice we, we've, okay. we've only got a, a little bit of time left here okay. but let's um, we, we talked about the challenge that was before them uh, that was that people were being overlooked the choice they had to make yes. get you seven men full of the Holy Ghost full of wisdom of honest report and then you can tie in the first Timothy chapter 3 qualifications that Paul lists as well um, the uh, but then there is the um, oh, Deke. see that's what, that's what being a middle aged pastor does
0: <laughs> I'll remember <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright so I'm, I'm, I did bring a cheat sheet y'all pay no attention look away from the screen for a minute <laughs> alright so All right. they, they had the challenge uh, they had the choice but then uh, finally in that passage there is the charge Right, the charge. Here's here's what the apostles say. Y'all look, you out, find you seven men who have honest report, full of the Holy Ghost, full of wisdom, that we may appoint over this business. Right, that's the charge. So the congregation has a choice to make. Go find some men who fit this bill, but the charge comes from the leadership, the the pastoral leadership of the uh, of the of that congregation of that group of people yes Mm -hmm. the apostles are the ones who set the deacons in place with that being said Deke um... the commission comes from the apostles the um... well let me let me play that out a little bit more and then then I got a question for you Okay. so the the charge uh... is you know we appoint the, the 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 leadership appoints over this business right that business at that point was making sure that nobody got overlooked right. um, one of the things I, that I talked to Brother Sanford about is uh, the, this business of right now in Mount Calvary is congregational care or whatever the church leadership says we need you all to get done right, right. Um, to that end the kind of relationship that you and I have as deacon and pastor um, is real important. Yes it is. Um, The way I put it to the deacons, deacons um, lead by serving. Pastors serve by leading. What would you say about the importance of that deacon-pastor relationship and oneness? and You don't have to agree with me about it. Okay. Me. Okay.
0: No, I read that um, in there about where the apostles uh, told the people to, you know, to go find yeah. seven men. Uh, one of the things that, that really struck me um, was that there was a task that needed to be done. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the men came in and uh, said, "Well, you know, apostles, we're going to do this." Gotcha. You know, um with you. Put it plain and simple. Yeah. You have a lot on your plate. Sure. A lot on your plate. You know, and what we can do is not take stuff off your plate, but when you you take stuff and give it to us to get it done.
1: Yes, sir. You and know. trust that it will be done. Right. right. Yes sir. You know,
0: and, and, and one thing leads to another because once that's done, you know, there's other responsibilities, there's other charges, you know, that we can take take yes, care sir. of yes sir. you know um you know it's not just um one ministry you know right. but we're encompassing the whole church yes sir you know and there's different aspects different t- ministries in the church yeah. that we can work with you know uh to accomplish what it is what the vision is that you have been given yes, you know uh for Mount Calvary Nation yes
1: sir yeah that's it's that um you know uh, when when deacons at, or when, when people who are considering being deacons? Ask, you know, what do deacons do? That's a hard question to answer because it
0: depends on what the assignment is, right? And and for each church, it's different. Sure, you know, because in each church, you know, uh, Baptist church we're autonomous. Yeah. You know, and and what God has given that church is not necessarily what He has given this church. Sure. You know, in a vision. Yeah. And we have to look at you know what is given to us to do. Um, you know, and and it's very important the relationship that we have. Yes, sir. You know, to make sure that things are getting done. Things are uh, as as you get that vision, then we're working on accomplishing that vision that you know, you have been given. Yes, sir.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. um the need changes the, the need changes from from season to season from time to time, um, and deacons as well as pastors have to be ready and willing to shift with the need, right yes, mm-hmm. um, that need in Acts chapter six was the widows needed to be taken care of, need to be fed yeah. Um, but then there are other needs, you know, there are there are other things that, that I come to you with that I say, hey, uh, Deacon Sanford, I need you all to do, I need you all to do this, you know, um, and you all kind of serve wherever you need
0: to. Yes. And it's, um, what helps is that, you know, different people have different gifts. Sure. You know, deacons have different gifts. So as the needs come up, you know, uh, what deacon can serve in that position, you know, or help take care of that need is yeah. very important. You know, I can't do everything. Absolutely. You know. Another deacon can't do everything. Yeah. You know, but if we're working together, that need can be taken care of. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's great. And I,
1: one thing I appreciate about the deacons here, and, you know, Mount Calvary is the only church I've ever pastored, so mm-hmm. I don't know other pastor deacon relationships. one of the things I appreciate about the deacons here is y'all's willingness to serve as needed and appointed. Um, You know, um, we don't always need deacons to do exactly the same thing. But stuff that comes up, I have no doubt as pastor that I can come to you and say, Hey, Brother Sanford, here's the need. Um, and I don't always expect you to do it you know you've got guys working with you Yes. but you make sure it gets done right yes. and, and I appreciate that, um, that that relationship where y'all understand the charge and I try my best not to abuse the charge okay? mm-hmm. I think some of, the, some of the problem comes when um, on, on the deacon side when they don't understand the charge and on the pastor's side when he abuses the charge. Um, but I appreciate, I really, listen, if you're not from Mount Calvary, you ask anybody at Mount Calvary, and they'll tell you, if you want to fight on your hands, then try to talk about one of the deacons to pastor. Um, we, don't, we don't play about deacons here. And vice versa. <laughs> and vice versa, yes, sir. Um, and I, I really appreciate that relationship i think it is um it is of utmost importance
0: yeah. and and a lot can be accomplished in building a relationship we build our relationship with god yeah. but you know here we have to build our relationship you know with with you yeah. and amongst ourselves as deacon yes, sir. so that we can serve you know the congregation yes sir mm-hmm. um thank you for for that segue
1: Because down in verse 7, I think it's verse 7, hold on, I'm looking at my cheat sheet again, yes, down in verse 7 of Acts chapter 6, it gives the result of what happened, right? So um, the people go and look for seven men who are full of, uh, the Holy Ghost full of wisdom and of honest report they come and they bring them back to the apostles uh, to be charged to be appointed over that business and then the Bible says in verse 7 and I'm going to read it I'm just going to since I've let you know that my cheat sheet is here I'm just going to pick it up and I'm going to read my cheat sheet here is what the word of God says in verse 7 then the word of God spread and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith when the right men were in the right place doing the right thing, then the word of God spread. Yes, the the disciples, the number of disciples multiplied. Right, there were there were people who were serving the Greek widows. They were not being overlooked. Um, assi- the assignments were given out so that the preachers could concentrate on preaching and praying. And uh, and the result was things grew. Things grew. They just kept growing. And you know what, Deacon Sandifer? Yeah. I really believe that as um, as men of God and as men of the kingdom, with all of us and each of us doing what we're supposed to do, we'll get the same result.
0: Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that also, Pastor. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you for your time, sir. You're welcome. Thank you for... Inviting me, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And thank
1: your wife for letting you out of the house. Um, okay. And just thank you, wife. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you all know, um, as soon as we finish with this interview, Brother Sanders is going to put his mask back on. I'm going to put my mask back on. But we're our faces are six feet apart. All right. So you don't have to be concerned about that. But um, but certainly, I wanted to take this time because it is important as a growing congregation. To be frank, we need more deacons. I told you last week. Look you out among you, uh, some men who are full of the Holy Ghost, full of wisdom and of honest report. And then turn over to First Ch- Timothy chapter three and look at what Paul says about the qualifications of a deacon. And uh, and and bring some names. Give get get in touch with Brother Sandifer um, so he can bring some names to me um, so that uh, if the Holy Spirit bears witness in me, I can appoint them over the business that needs to be done here in Mount Calvary. We're not like uh we're not like every other church. Uh we are uniquely who God has called us to be. But you know what? I wouldn't want to be any place else. Right. Um let me say this before we get out of here. Cuz this is the most important thing that I will say all day. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. That's Jesus the Christ. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. That's good news. And if you're watching today and you're not sure you're saved, you've never confessed Christ, let me tell you, you can be saved today. Listen, we are all going to spend eternity somewhere. But you can know that you're going to spend your eternity with Jesus Christ. Here's what the Bible says to do. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. That's good news. That's good news. You haven't been too bad. You haven't done too much. You haven't gone too far. If you are breathing right now, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. That's good news. All right? Good. Confess him. I promise it's worth it. Don't forget, if you want to support the ministry, you want to uh, send your tithe and offering, you can do that. There are several ways of doing it. You can give by Givelify. That's an app on your phone. Uh, you just tap give and you're done, right? Uh, or you can use the cash app. Uh, pardon me, you can um, text to give. That number is 937. 937- you can text to give or you can use the cash app that handle is dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C you don't want to get all into that technology stuff That's fine, To Deacon Sandifer's team will be here for about the next hour or so right here at the church, 3375. Pastor S.N. Winston, Senior Way in the gym city of Dayton, Ohio. You can bring your offering up here in the parking lot and put it in their glove-covered hands. You don't even have to get out of your car. All right. So that's it for this time. Thanks again, Deacon. Thank you, Pastor. You are a blessing in my life. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. And thank you to Brother Cameron, uh, who is providing some music for us today. I appreciate uh, Mountain Media and, and the sound and, uh, and the video team. Their leader, uh, Brother Devin, he's out today. He's recovering. He just got married yesterday. Look at God. Devin and China. congratulations to you. Uh, you're probably not watching right now, but you'll watch later, I'm sure. And uh, congratulations All right, that's it for this time thank you so much for being here may God give you wisdom and strength and victory for every situation you have to face in the name of Jesus now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church both
0: now and forever God bless you, Amen Amen